everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Lows to Highs. We are back with another solo episode where I will be getting very vulnerable and real today and very open and honest. Um, I always am, but today is going to be a little deeper. (laughs) If you are new here, I'm so happy that the universe brought you to this podcast. My name is Karin and I am a writer and a creator behind the brand ECANU, which translates from both French and Danish into the words here and now. And I created this podcast in efforts to inspire others to live more mindfully, live more in the present moment, and allow yourself to appreciate all of the lows and highs of your own life. So as you can tell from the title of this episode, today I'm going to be describing how I maintain faith in God, and how I treat the universe as my friend, despite all of the challenges that I may face. To give a little gist of what has been happening in my life in the past three weeks, which has brought me here today, is that I have been dealing with gut health issues my entire life since I was 11 years old, and I'm currently 25, so... I literally cannot fathom or remember when my gut was normal, which is really sad. And I have tried everything. I have tried the Eastern medicine approach. I've tried the Western medicine approach. I've been to maybe 20 different GI doctors. I've tried functional doctors. I've tried energetic healers. I've tried every supplement on the market, every diet on the market, every cleanse, detox, meditation, breath work, EFT tapping, acupuncture, like let's just say it feels like I've tried it all. And what happened to me in the past three weeks is that, and I don't want to go too in depth of my situation, but this is more so context for you guys as to why I'm talking about this today. Long story short, I developed this unknown rash on my leg and within the span of a week, it got exponentially worse. And I went to my dermatologist and she looked at it and was like, I have never seen anything like this. And this is the case of the day for me. And I don't have that every day. Um, So that was really reassuring. But the good thing is that she was really invested in helping me out. Unfortunately, I did a biopsy, which came inconclusive, but I also did some blood work, which showed that my white blood cell count was extremely high, which is signs of an infection in my body. And I had told my dermatologist that I have been battling a parasitic infection for the past year um, and that I've tried healing it through the holistic route and I'm still struggling day to day. I couldn't tell you the last time I woke up feeling good. But when I went to the dermatologist, for my second appointment, she said that, look, I don't know what this infection is. I'm assuming that it is stemming from your parasitic infection. And I think it's time for you to go to the experts and go to an infectious disease specialist and really figure out what the fuck is going on in your body. And every night for the past week and a half, I have been really uncomfortable. Like, I already have so many health issues and this was just the icing on the cake. I, you know, when you are dealing with an internal issue, it is really easy to just try to ignore it and go on with your day. But once it's visible, 
it is really hard to dismiss it. And so every day I would look at my rash and see how it's spreading or it was getting worse or I wouldn't be able to sleep at night because it was so fucking itchy. (laughs) And for the first time, I felt really, really scared. Um, And I felt confused because I have been doing everything in my power to heal my chronic bloating, my chronic constipation, my parasites, my leaky gut, my hormonal imbalance, my iron deficiency, all the things that I'm dealing with. And I've tried everything, everything in the books, and I'm still struggling day to day. And this was the icing on the cake. And this past week, I just fully broke down. Um, My brain fog has been exponentially worse than ever and I feel like I am just a zombie just walking through life not experiencing anything aside from physical pain and I have I am someone who does not cry often I don't know why I just cannot release it that often (laughs) this week I think I've cried enough for the next century for myself um and I think it was needed for me to do that just really releasing everything that has been built up in the past two weeks and in the past 14 years. And it's hard. Um, And I'm, for the first time, I'm scared for my own health because when you go to a doctor and they don't know what's wrong with you, which I have dealt with that my entire life where I, every doctor that I go to has some answers and it serves me for a while, but then I get to the end of a cliff where I'm like, okay, I've tried everything, but something still is wrong. And part of me goes insane because I'm like, okay, is this just in my head or is this real? But nonetheless, it is real, clearly, because I have this entire rash on my leg that is a physical manifestation of whatever the fuck is happening in my body. So that's what I've been dealing with. And part of me this past week felt so frustrated because I have gone from Western medicine to Eastern medicine and really believe in the holistic route. And I have a deep-rooted belief that we can all heal ourselves. Um, But I think this week kind of tested me on that because I used to be someone who I would, even if I had a headache, I would hate taking Advil because I just didn't want that in my body. Like I felt like I can get over it on my own or I could drink tea and it'll make me feel better or I would meditate and it would make me feel better. That served me for a while. But now I'm currently on medications. I'm taking Benadryl every night. I'm taking Zyrtec in the morning. I'm taking heavy steroids to help with inflammation. And part of me is frustrated, but part of me is also thinking to myself like, What is my level of wellness that I am able to handle? And what is the level of wellness that is actually sabotaging my healing? So that has been my life for the past two weeks. Um, I actually recorded this episode two nights ago, but I was speaking in a very negative tone and I just was not aligned with the message that I was getting across and... Here I am two days later seeing the light a little bit more um, and that's why I'm here to talk about my story. So that's a gist of what happened to me in the past few weeks Um, and now I want to talk about how despite all of that I 
continuously maintained faith in God and I and I've been treating the universe as my friend so like I mentioned I have been dealing with gut issues for quite some time I started to recite this prayer every day and I started doing this about three weeks ago and I'm going to read you the prayer and I actually shared this on my story that a few days ago and so many of you responded back saying this was exactly what you needed so I'm very happy about that Um, but the prayer that I've been reciting every morning is this I call on the guidance of the highest truth power and compassion to enter this space today Thank you, God and universe, for taking from me what I'm now willing to give away and surrender to. And then you think of the thing or the situation that you are willing to offer up. God, universe, where would you have me go? What would you have me do? What would you have me say and to whom? Thank you, God, for taking this, releasing my suffering, reorganizing it in a way that is right for me and showing me where to go. So... I have been reciting that for the past three weeks and I kid you not, three weeks ago is when this rash started. Like I had this itch on my leg and then it turned into a scab and then it turned into this whole rash that spread on my left leg and then my right leg and then other parts of my body. So let me give you like a order of events. So I started getting this rash on my leg. I thought it was a heat rash because it's 95 degrees in New York and it is super hot and I'm walking like 10,000 steps a day. That's all I thought it was. I went to CityMD last Friday. Went to CityMD. The doctors there did not know what they were talking about. It was a mess. Um, They told me that I had shingles, which I wholeheartedly did not believe because shingles are only on one side that follows the nerve. And I had a rash across my body. Um, but immediately I reached out to a friend of mine who had struggled with skin issues for a very long time, who also struggled with parasitic infections. And I DM'd her on Instagram and I was like, Hey, look, this is the situation. Do you have any recommendations or what was your situation like? Is this similar? I'm kind of spiraling. Any guidance or advice would be super helpful. She is the one who recommended the dermatologist that I ended up going to. So that was on Friday. Saturday, Sunday, I'm reciting this prayer again. God, show me what to do. Show me who to go to. Show me where to go and what to say. I ended up getting a last minute appointment from that following Monday morning at 9 a.m. with this dermatologist, okay? I go to the dermatologist. She said I was the case of the day. Although she was unable to get me answers right on the spot, she did some blood work, she took a biopsy, and she right away recommended, you know, I think you need to go see a specialist at one of the hospitals or universities in Manhattan so that you have a whole team there that can help you figure it out. Because right now this is a dermatology issue, you have a rash, but it is likely stemming from the parasites or your GI issues. And so you need a team to really help you figure out and heal your body. So I took that as a no, right? Because I've been praying to God, show me where to go and show me who to speak to. So I'm talking to my dermatologist. She gives me all this wisdom. I download it. Two days later, I'm back in her office. My rash has gotten significantly worse. 
and she prescribed steroids for me. So I start, start taking these steroids. My biopsy was inconclusive. She has no idea what the infection is, but believes it was from the parasites. So now I come home and I am scrambling. Like I was so overwhelmed because first of all, I work at a full-time job. So like in between my meetings and in between my emails, I have to now go research infectious disease specialists in Manhattan, which like, I don't even know where to begin. Like, I don't know who's credential, who has the best credentials in the space. I don't even know what that fully entails. It's scary. It's daunting. It's overwhelming. I have to call my insurance to make sure they cover it. Like, all of this stuff that just felt so overwhelming, but I kept reciting that prayer in the mornings. God, show me where to go. Show me who to speak to. Show me what to do. And so despite those setbacks that I had faced last week, I really tr- was trusting in him because every person that I reached out to, every person that I came in contact with in, those, in that week span or two week span, it's guiding me to what I believe is the path that I need to now go on to really heal myself. I had also, during this time, I had also reached out to my functional doctor and I told him what was happening and I asked for his guidance. And he recommended a few supplements to help me with this these parasites. And that was a sign in my mind from God being like, this is not the doctor for you right now. Functional medicine is not the doc is not the path for you right now. It has served you up until this point, but you need to go to someone who is way more specialized in what you are dealing with. Because when I got the email back from my functional doctor, he just recommended some supplements that I had once taken in the past, and like I knew that this, what I'm dealing with right now, is a million times more severe than what I had dealt with in the past. And so I took that as a sign, like, I'm not going to, I don't need to go down that path right now. Functional medicine is not in favor of me right now. And I took that as a sign from God, because after reciting that prayer every day, he was showing me where to go and where not to go. And he was guiding me on that right path. And long story short, I was able to find to snag an appointment for two days from now with the head of the infectious disease department at Mount Sinai Hospital in Manhattan, which is a very prestigious hospital. And he's the head of the department. He has like over 20 years of experience. And I have no idea what to expect. Um, I'm terrified, fully. I am fully, fully terrified. I have no idea what to expect. I don't know what this next stage of my health journey looks like. And that is really scary. I have been so focused and immersed in the holistic wellness world that I'm a little scared of the things that I'm going to hear when I speak to this doctor and his form of healing. And I'm scared of medications and I'm scared of steroids and I am scared of having to do a million tests just to find one answer. And I'm also terrified of not getting any answers. But despite all of that, I trust in God and I trust that 
everything that he puts us through are things that we can handle. God will never put you through something that he knows you cannot handle. So that's one side of it, right? So that's the maintaining faith in God. And I'm going to talk a little bit later in this episode of all of the things that I had learned from the past two and a half, three weeks. And these are all critical lessons that I guess I just needed to realize at this point in my life. I'm going to be honest, like the past three weeks have been brutal. Like I've never felt more broken in my life. And when it is your physical health, it affects every other part of your life. Like I don't want to be social. I don't want to go out. I don't want to plan a trip. I don't want to go shopping. I don't want to go to a restaurant because I'm scared to eat the food. Like it affects everything, right? Um, but despite all of that, I was able to still see an ounce of light. And to me, that is, that bravery is so important. The other half of what I want to talk about is treating the universe as your friend. This is something that I've been marinating on for a little bit. I think we all think that the universe or even God, are these things that are so far from reach and that they are so disconnected from us in the physical world, right? But sometimes we just, all we have to do is consider and treat the universe as another being that we just put our trust in. Like I think of the universe as one of my best friends. Like I trust in them. I trust that they are doing things for me and I put my faith in them without worrying about the how or the what or the when. So like, for example, when I am manifesting things or I'm speaking my desires into existence, whether to the universe or to God, I always end off with, I trust you. I know you're going to guide me. I know you'll answer my prayers. I know you're working for me and not against me. And I don't need to know how or what or when you're doing it all, but I trust that it is all happening and I trust in you. And sometimes when we are in our lowest breaking points, we spiral. You know, I played the victim card a few times last week where I was crying in front of the mirror and I kept in the beginning I was like god why me like why me why like this why am I still here like why am I still suffering like I'm 25 I want to live my life I feel like I am trapped and in a glass box and I'm seeing the potential of what my life could look like right now And I just am trapped and I can't get out. And I see my friends and my family and my acquaintances and people in my life frolicking and doing their thing. And I'm trapped in here. Why me? And I broke down. Like I was uncontrollably bawling my eyes out. But it was also a really beautiful moment because I, for the first time, felt compassion for myself. And towards the end of that crying session, 
I noticed that the way that I was speaking had shifted. Instead of saying, why me? I was saying, God, I trust you. This is happening for me. I trust you. Universe, show me how good it gets. Just give me the strength to get through this. But I trust you. And let me be here with it. But I trust you. And throughout that entire experience that I'm still going through and I'm still trying to grow from it and learn from it every moment of my day, I still am not feeling great. Um, I'm on steroids right now and part of me hates that, but the other part is thinking, you know what, I need to do whatever I need to do to serve myself right now and to make me feel good. And if that includes steroids, so be it. Um, But I learned so much about myself through all of this. Things that I needed to learn, things that I was oblivious to or never noticed or patterns that I needed to break. So despite this being a very, probably one of the lowest moments in my life, I trust that it is going to transition into a high because of all the things that I'm about to talk about. So the first thing that I notice about myself is that I felt fear for the first time and cried out all of my emotions on my healing journey. For the past three years specifically, like the past three years have been the worst for me. I have been bottling it in for those past three years. And I've never allowed myself to just feel scared. And I have not given myself the permission to be angry with the way my body is functioning or lack thereof. Like I always try to think positively about it, which is good, but I never allowed myself to fucking feel scared. Like I never felt allowed myself to feel the fear and release the fear. So this past week, I really felt the fear and I released it by crying. All these years it was bottled up. And so what I learned from that is I need to release more and I need to acknowledge the full spectrum of my emotions and my feelings because they are there to teach me. They are signals, they are messengers, and if I suppress them, I will not learn from them. Another thing that I noticed is that despite all of the pain, despite all of the confusion, the anxiety, the stress, the worry, I still maintained an ounce of hope. And I'm very proud of myself for that bravery because it taught me that even when I'm drowning in the darkness, I'm still looking around trying to spot that little spark of light. And I did. And when I spot it, I reach for it and I go towards it. And so I learned that I will never give up on my health until I'm fully physically healed, whatever that may look like. I don't know what that looks like. I don't know if I'll ever be fully physically healed, but I believe there is healing for me that will come soon. And so now what I've been doing is every day I'm looking in the mirror and I repeat to myself, a lesson will be learned. This is all for your greater good. God is good. And I now truly believe in those words. And I've became receptive 
to whatever he was bringing or removing into my life because I'm now looking and noticing the light and so I'm taking everything as a sign now and I'm proud of myself for holding on to that hope because I could easily be drowning in my misery still. I was, but I got out of it and I'm proud of myself for that. I also learned that sometimes it really does get worse before it gets better. Even when it doesn't feel like it, it's good to tell yourself those words in order to just get you through the challenges. Like when I was in my the most pain a few weeks, a few nights ago where I couldn't sleep at all. I was so fucking itchy. I had ice packs all over my legs. I took two Benadryl. I was so groggy. I was a wreck. Even in that moment, I was like, okay, it's getting worse before it gets better. Like here's the positive, you know, like I'm, I'm struggling with this now, but I'm going to an infectious disease specialist soon and I'll get some answers from that. And it can't, if this is my worst, like it can't get worse than this. It might, but like, it's only going to get better from here. And sometimes it gets worse before it gets better. And so I've started to kind of like simmer in that thought to help me get through that challenge. And over time, the more you repeat that to yourself, like the more you believe it and the more you notice when you go from that transition from shitty to good. Another thing that I learned was that you can put a Band-Aid on a problem for days, months, or years, but there will always come a time where you are forced to wake up. And that breaking point will drown you, but you will always come up for air. And it is the universe's sign and God's sign that something you have ignored needs to be handled. So in full transparency, like for the past three months during summer, I have been tr- I've been in this limbo where I'm like, One part of me is I'm not going to let my gut health and my physical health control my life and I'm going to push myself and go out and do all these things and act as if it's not part of my life. And then the other half of me is like, okay, well, it's still really here and you are still in distress and pain and suffering. You can't ignore it for that long. And this whole rash thing, I think, was a sign from God being like, you need to really dive into your health. You cannot ignore this any longer. You need to be really serious and go to the experts and figure this shit out. And that's kind of what I took from all of this is that I have been suppressing it and I have been trying to ignore it. But the problem is there and I have been putting on a band-aid for it for the past few months but it is still there. And unless I get to that root cause, I'm continuously gonna be in this loop of suffering that I no longer want to be a part of. I also learned that God will answer your prayers in whatever way is right for you. You will not know what those answers are until they come, but you will notice how they were manifestations of the prayers you once had. And when you are present and when you are aware which is why I am so passionate about this space is that when you are present and aware, you will notice those signs and the feeling you'll have is an overwhelming amount of love and warmth knowing his presence is with you at all times. So for example, 
when I made the appointment at Mount Sinai, I actually had an appointment for September 7th. That was the earliest I was able to get it. And so I thought to myself, okay, that's like three weeks from now. God help me during all the, those next three weeks. But I guess that's the person that God wants me to work with. That is the doctor that he wants me to see. Then yesterday afternoon at two o'clock, I get an email from Mount Sinai saying, we had a cancellation. Um, if you want an earlier appointment for this upcoming Monday, you could snag it. You have three hours to snag the, the appointment. So I immediately go to my portal. I switch my, I look up this doctor, find out that he is the head of the department and he is has specific expertise in parasitic infections. And I immediately switched my appointment and I, now I'm going at 9 a.m. on Monday. That was a sign from God. That was God's work because I was praying every day, God, show me who I should work with. Show me who to see. Show me what to say. Show me where to go. And I took that doctor availability, that cancellation as a sign from the God and universe that this that we are doing everything we can to support you. We are guiding you in the right path. And the reason why I feel this way is because when I got that notification, I just felt this like overwhelming amount of love and I felt his presence with me. I felt like I I had, I remember I had a moment where I just like looked up like looked up in the sky or the ceiling and I was like, thank you, God. Like, thank you. Because now you removed three weeks of what would have been very stressful for me. And you are allowing me to hopefully get answers sooner than I originally expected. It's like when you notice those signs that your prayers are slowly being answered, it builds your faith even more. Because now I'm like, God, show me how good it gets. Like, show me that this is it. Another thing that I noticed is that my baseline for pain and suffering shifted so much that I now have this belief that if I can handle this, I could truly handle anything else that will come my way. Because I will have the right tools. I will have the right support system. I will have all the guidance. I will have God's presence. And I am safe and I am whole enough to handle whatever might come my way. And I also know that there might be a time in the near future where I'm more broken than I was in this past two weeks. But I trust that I will get through it again because I always have and I always will. During this time... I also have been really battling with this negative self-talk in my head because I feel like I haven't been doing enough. I haven't been recording a lot of episodes. I haven't been posting a lot on my Instagram. I haven't been as social. And it frustrates me because I, I want to show up stronger than I am, but I just physically don't have the energy to do that. But I also realize that I need to stop being so hard on myself. I don't need to feel ashamed for not being able to have the social life that I desire right now. 
I should not feel ashamed for not being able to show up for others in the way that I hope or not having the energy to create more content. I needed to remind myself that I am doing my best given my incredibly hard conditions and right now I need to get physically better and that is my number one priority and that the world can wait. And so I'm now in this place where I am okay with saying no and I'm okay with putting up boundaries because I need to protect my own space. I need to protect my own heart, my own mind. Everyone else can wait. And that is not coming from a place of being selfish. It is more so the fact that I cannot show up for others if I do not show up for myself. Simple as that. The last thing that I learned about myself, this is a pattern that came to light during all of this that is going to be a hard one to break, but I'm aware of it now, and so I'm going to actively try to stop it. But it's the silent judgment. I love myself. I do. I love my mind. I love who I am. I love how I see the world. I love how I treat people. I love my energy. Full stop. But I have been loving myself conditionally. What I mean by that is I love myself the most when I feel the best, when I physically feel the best. And anytime I have a flare up or anytime I feel like shit or my gut is a wreck or I have low energy or something is wrong, I love myself less by asking, what did I do wrong? What did I eat that made me feel this way? What supplements did I take that's affecting me? What did I do that I got this infection, right? It's the silent judgment. And so the awareness I now have is that I can love myself unconditionally when I am in pain and I don't need to differentiate that. I don't need to love myself any less or more simply with just how I feel. And I think this is relatable, not just physical health, but emotional and mental health. Like when you feel down, you should not love yourself less. You should love yourself equally. It's unconditional. When you think about the people in your life, when they are breaking, do you love them less? No, you love them equally because it is unconditional love. And I need to pass that on to myself. I need to love myself unconditionally, regardless of where I am at in life, what I am doing, who I am with, what my job is, what my health looks like, what my bank account looks like, what my wardrobe is. It doesn't matter. I, lo- I need to love myself at every, with every ounce of love ev- for every part of my being. And that is something that I... It was brought to light that I thought I was doing, but I really wasn't. I was silently judging myself this entire time. I think the general lesson that I've learned is that breakdowns are the catalyst for breakthroughs. And I've had a lot of aha moments throughout all this. And the breakthrough that I've experienced the most is that my relationship with God and the universe is stronger than ever. I am at a place now where I am ready to surrender wholeheartedly and I am willing to open my heart and my mind for whatever is the most right for me at this point in my life. Along with that is this notion of God is everywhere. 
So God is in the doctors that I've been working with for the past two weeks. God is in the medications that I'm taking. God is in the love that my mom gives. God is in the little moments of bliss. He is everywhere and he is with me at all times. And I needed to take note of that a bit more because I had lost that awareness for a little bit. And so that is a major breakthrough for me. And now I am waking up every day feeling comforted and feeling like I'm being held. And that is a feeling that I have not had in a while. So with all of that, you have permission to be open to whatever it is that you need and trust that God is in it, in all of it, and speak to the universe as your friend to build that trust and ask them for guidance ask him for guidance you don't have to do it all like you can release your grip of control and you have a support system behind you and you have a support system that is guiding you at all times and you just need to be open and receptive enough to allow yourself to kind of ride to ride that wave to to lead you to where you are meant to be i want to end off with this prayer the serenity prayer which i'm sure you've all heard but i think it's a good way to end this because it is so true and sometimes this is all you need to be reminded of to to maintain that faith in him god grant me the serenity to accept the things i cannot change the courage to change the things that I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. That's where I'm at. So it has been a roller coaster. It has been debilitating. But I feel like I'm getting over from that low to a high. I know I'll be at a low probably soon, maybe Monday afternoon after I go to this doctor's appointment. I don't know what to expect. But I I trust that I am on the right path. And... Sometimes all you need to get you through a day is that ounce of faith and that ounce of hope. That's what keeps us all going. 